You are now listening to Wave a Sound. Welcome to episode 49 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are on your preferred platform, let us know and we'll do our best to change that. For exclusive first looks at Versus Mike History, follow and subscribe to Versus Mike History on the Fanbase app. And for any further information, go to versusmikehistory.com. And what I'm beginning to think of, and I would like, you know, you to think of it too. Speaking as a writer again, sometimes you're writing a page or a sentence and you have to change a word in the sentence. Now, when you change that word, you move that word out or put another word in, you've changed the entire page. you change the entire page. Now, one could consider that what we as Americans are going through as we approach the end of the 20th century it might be useful to change a single word. We talk about the black problem. It might be interesting to see what would happen to the page if one decided to discuss the white problem. How you doing, baby? I know it's been a minute, huh? Sit down, let me holler at you, though. Yo, 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 what's good, family? It's episode 49 of Versus Mike History. Um, And we back, we here. It's crazy that we about to hit the 50 mark. It was really wild. It's been a it's been a wild ride thus far, but like all we say, we here. Um, we got some things to get into. It's been a lot of craziness going on on the internet and um, just in the world in general. So we're gonna touch on some things, and um, yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Let's go ahead and get started. So as always, we're going to lead with love. Um, I want to give a shout out to a couple groups of people that I feel like just have been neglected a little bit. Um, I want to give a shout out to the first responders. I want to give a shout out to the teachers. And I want to give a shout out to like the grocery store workers and all of the people, the um, package delivery serve, uh, people like UPS, USPS. Um, yeah. Because they out here still getting exposed um, or putting themselves at risk at risk to being ex- to getting exposed um, to covid and um, people just aren't being careful out here. And, you know, it would be better um, if we lived in a world where like people actually cared about like everything um getting back to where it needs to be rather than just everyone worrying about whether whether or not people are getting a shot or not. But um unfortunately 
this is what we're dealt with. And um, those people have to deal with the consequences, whether it goes one way or the other. Um, so shout out to y'all. And yeah, we're going to get in, go ahead and get into the black spotlight. All right. So for our black spotlight, I have a young black woman named Dorothy Jean Tillman. And the reason she's um, the black spotlight of the week is because she has obtained her master's degree at 14 years old. And um, I'm getting all this information from Black Enterprise. So bear with me for just a second. Um, Tillman started high school at the age of nine. By the time I was 12, I had my bachelor's in humanities. She continued. Now I'm getting confirmed for my master's in August. The graduation was in May, but with quarantine, now August. She received her master's degree in sustainable science and environmental planning. So shout out to this young black woman for making strides in such a great and amazing way. Like as I can't even really put into words how monumental that that is. Um, it also says here that she's going to become an entrepreneur. The Chicago teen is now breaking into entrepreneurship by exposing more youth to opportunities and steam. She's giving more Chicago youth a head start by showing them what's possible. Steam, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math is a growing field, and Tillman wants more youth to know how they can get involved. And she says here, I've been working on STEM labs for kids because I really want to go into STEM-related field and work with kids, Tillman told the Rolling Stone prior to earning her master's degree. I feel like I'm here to make people happy and help people find their purpose. I might go back to school, but my plan is to be an entrepreneur and use my engineering degree. This one, this young woman is talented beyond comprehension. And, um, you know, she was put on this world to do amazing things. So shout out to her. And I hope that her path is glorious and um, fruitful. And let's go ahead and get into our topics, man. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get started with the off the topics by... Um, saying rest in peace to Cicely Tyson. Cicely Tyson lived to be 96 years old, and she lived a full, wonderful life, uh, gracing our screens over and over again in iconic roles and iconic films and leaving an impact on her community and on the world and on black people in general. And... She will be missed and her legacy will be remembered and she is loved. So um, sending love to her family and to her loved ones. And yeah, but let's go ahead and keep it moving with all the craziness that's been going on in the week. Excuse me. All right, so it's been a wild week. Um, these guys on Reddit basically decided that they wanted to pump GameStop and AMC's stock. So people who are trading the stock on apps such as Robinhood and Binance and Webull and things like that uh, were no longer able to trade this stock because the... Um, 
the stock exchange essentially put a stop to it because of how um, because of how profitable it was becoming because of how many people were investing in it. And it kind of exposed the whole system of the stock market being a free market because um, if civilians can't put their money into any stock and grow it to whatever value that they choose to um, in shorts and short sellers can control the whole system essentially, then it isn't a free market. Um, There was no reason for any short sellers to detect or believe that there was any um, foul play going on because the source of why that was happening was coming from Reddit. Um, it just, it's, um, it's very concerning for me personally, because I just don't like when too many hands are in the pot when it, when it comes to, um, who deals with our money. And, you know, we already have a issue with our banks using our money in ways that, um, we don't know. And now we have to worry about people on Wall Street. Well, we've been having to worry about people on Wall Street um, dealing with our stocks in the way that they want to. So, um, you know, the system is rigged. We've been new this. But um, now in this era that we're entering or that we're in, um, more of the infrastructure of these rigged systems are being exposed and um yeah another thing that's going on though is the rise in uh the dog coin and um you know as i record this podcast it is sitting at a marvelous mm, yeah, da, 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 a marvelous three cents and um, the same redditors that pumped the game uh the GameStop and AMC stock said that they would try to get or that they would be getting um the DOG coin to one dollar this year. And you know, for me as a crypto investor, it excites me. I'm not gonna lie. But um yeah, I'm just speaking on what's going on in the world. I want you guys to kinda Pay attention and understand what's happening because we can really create some financial freedom for ourselves if we know we make the right um, if we take the right precautions and move accordingly. But I'm not going to stay on that forever because I didn't want to touch on it for too long. I just wanted to cover it because, you know, everybody's been asking. Everybody's been wondering. So tried to explain it at least a little bit. Moving on, though, um, the world. The Twitter world was sent in a frenzy when the silhouette challenge uh, hit the timeline. I don't know if it began on TikTok or if it began on Twitter, but um, essentially it was, you know, started as uh, a nice, sensual, not too explicit challenge where, you know, you go from dressed regularly to uh, in lingerie in a in a silhouette in a doorway. And um, you know, it kind of took off in a in a very wild way. And um people were um 
getting naked for this challenge, which, you know, I don't have an issue with. But what happened was um, they were using a filter to cover their body so they wouldn't be completely exposed. And someone developed an app where they could take the filter off and they could expose people's nude videos and sell them or do whatever with them. And, you know, people are creeps on the Internet. So all in all, people ruined a pretty harmless challenge um, by being creeps and weirdos. And, you know, we just got to be more careful on the Internet and just know that everything we put on there is pretty much permanent and that it's being collected by somebody. So it doesn't just enter a void and uh, go nowhere. Somebody is definitely collecting it and looking for it and storing it. So all in all, um, do what you will with that information. And um, that's pretty much it. I didn't have too much else for off the topics. Let's see if I'm missing anything. Um, Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk briefly about this whole T.I. and Tiny situation because um, Twitter was up in in an uproar about this as well uh, because one of their friends was on Instagram Live talking about how um, they, the couple, were recruiting women for threesomes. And then it, the, the story kind of spiraled out of control and it became this whole situation about sex trafficking and yada 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 and you guys know that I really don't like the gossip or like the the negativity especially when it comes to my people so I didn't really want to touch on this at all but I felt it was necessary to say that um you know it's important how we carry our image um within our own community because um other people see it from the outside and I'm in no way defending T.I. and Tiny. I don't know what's going on with their situation. I don't know um, anything, really. I'm just reporting on what I've seen. But um, if it's true, it's egregious, and I don't support it at all. You know, that's that's disgusting. And um, I just hope that the allegations aren't true. That's all. But I'm going to keep it moving. Let's go ahead and get into some new music and TV. So we finally got some new music. Like, finally, 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 finally. It's, like, been a while since we got a stacked week of new releases. Or new release-esque. Because, you know, this list isn't actually all brand new music. But let's get into it. Uh, So we get a new single from uh, Brent. Uh, it's called Gravity. Features Tyler the Creator. Um, it's Brent always comes with heat, and um, it's some heat. It's fire. Uh, what else we got? Dirk dropped his deluxe album, uh, the the deluxe version of his album, um, The Voice. Uh, he's got some new records on there. Uh, I just realized that um, I didn't talk about the um, the Sunshine record. Uh, Fat Joe and Amorphous last week But um, yeah Shout out to that kid Because um, he's winning right now You know Like and I want to see him Do really well Because he deserves it Like he's really good at what he does uh, Rich the Kid He dropped an album uh, Lucky 7 
And Party Next Door, he dropped Colors, which is Colors 1 and 2 together on as one project. Um, Colors 2 was already on streaming platforms, but Color 1, Colors 1 was not. And um, now it's together as one project on streaming platforms. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really think that it's a big deal that um people are like repackaging their old music uh it's really good that people are getting the opportunity to make money off of music that they made a while ago uh but you know the whole repackaging thing and you know kind of reselling it is is a little disappointing because it's it's happening more with um established artists and um, in a time where people just want to hear new music and, you know, I can't really blame them also because people's, um, attention spans are so short these days. So you might as well just give them old music to listen to, but I just wish that, um, you know, our bigger artists were delivering music, but, you know, until everything gets situated and people find, figure out the new normal. Um, we probably ain't gonna get nothing big from anybody besides like Drake, who's already promising us this album, but, uh, he pushed it back. So we'll see, you know, we'll see. Um, and that's pretty much it for music. Let's go ahead and get into some television. All right, let's get into some television. Um, I want to start with one night in Miami. So. One Night in Miami um, recently premiered on Amazon Prime Video. It is a film directed by the lovely Regina King. And um, it stars um, as characters, not actors. uh, uh, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown. This film is based off of a play by the same name by um Kemp Powers and um yeah I haven't seen the play but this film was great um these four men spend most of the time in a small hotel room in Miami uh, invited by Malcolm X to sit and chat about you know what's going on in their lives and they converse about multiple different subjects and to be honest it was very insightful like it was thoroughly enjoyable and um the topics that they touched on were very very introspective i feel like malcolm and muhammad ali were definitely uh the central focus with ali uh being very charismatic and almost still on the show but um also focusing on like the the trials and tribulations that um Malcolm went through in the final days of his life. So all in all, I feel like uh, the four men brought four different perspectives into um, our world and our culture and the issues that we face as a community. And I would uh, implore everybody to go check it out because it was a very good watch and it was a very feel-good film. But let's go ahead and get into WandaVision episode four. 
Um, WandaVision's fourth episode just aired, and we focused on Monica Rambeau this episode with the uh, episode opening with the the snap reversal and her coming back to the world, finding out that her mom has passed away, her mom who was featured in Captain Marvel, uh, as was she. Uh, she's an adult here, though. So she goes back to her job at S.W.O.R.D. and she finds out that everything has changed. Um, I'm guessing someone who used to be a partner or a co-worker to her is now the director of the program and sends her on a mission to New Jersey after being grounded and not being able to go into space for, I guess, uh, extraterrestrial missions. Um so in New Jersey, she meets uh, Agent Jimmy Woo, who we met in Ant-Man. Uh, he's doing his little magic tricks, and he's explaining to her how basically the whole town of Westview has disappeared. Uh, they move on to trying to get through a little phase wall or whatever, and it sucks Monica right in. And it shows basically how she got into the situation that we've seen in the first three episodes um the uh sword sets up a site outside of westview and they try to figure out what's going on inviting a bunch of scientists into their um you know dome or whatever and one of the characters is darcy lewis who we met in thor and uh they're basically trying to figure out everything that's going on they uh set up a whiteboard uh, and they basically ask all the questions that the viewers have been asking uh, leading up to this episode. And we get a lot of answers, basically, um, which is that Wanda is creating a universe or universal stream for her own reality. And um, it can be broadcasted. Now, we don't know all the specifics and we see that uh, Sword is collecting intelligence on all the people who are in the town. But um, there are still a lot of answers that have, there are still a lot of questions that haven't been answered. And uh, it's really getting exciting. exciting. So we're going to see how this uh, is going to play out moving forward. And that's pretty much it. I want to talk about Killing Eve a little bit just because I just finished season three. And now that I've finished the whole series or well, up to uh, what has been put out, I can definitely definitively say that this is one of the best shows on television. And I'm surprised that it doesn't get more praise than it does. Um, all the women characters are extremely intelligent and um, written very well. The story and the plot, even though it could lose you at certain points because you don't really know where it's going, it always closes on a very um, final note. And that's what I really enjoy about this show. The finale is a finale. Like, if this is the end, it could be the end. I don't like shows that, you know, they do cliffhangers and then they get canceled or, you know, they come back and the cliffhanger was, was from something that wasn't that big of a deal or, you know, we just get distracted from something else. Or we just don't care. You know, it could be plenty of things. But I wanted to point that out because it's a really good show. And I can't wait for the next season to watch it in real time. And finally, I have finally started The Sopranos. 
I had just finished the first season. The first season was pretty good, you know. It wasn't remarkable. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't remarkable to me. But there were some very, very good moments. Um, the situation with Pussy and Jimmy. Um, Tony's dynamic with his uh, psychologist or psychiatrist. His dynamic with his mother. His dynamic with his wife. His dynamic with his kids. It, uh, his dynamic with law enforcement. Were, were all very interesting to see and um, for the series to set up for the future of the series so i'm excited to see what happens moving forward and um all of the characters are this show is funnier than i thought it would be it's way funnier than i thought it would be and uh it's very interesting and sometimes you know it also has moments that are very endearing um something else that i was not expecting but all in all um i'm gonna keep on this journey of the sopranos because you know everybody loves the sopranos and I haven't seen it. So this is my first time watching it. And uh, I'm excited. So I'm going to go ahead and go do that some more. And I'm going to get out of here. So as always, some topics, questions, music, and movie suggestions. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at VS Mike History and on Instagram at Versus Mike History and on the fan base app at Versus Mike History. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike History and on Instagram at Last Name History. And of course, everything versus my history related can be found at versus my history dot com. Uh, the, the merch shop is opening up soon. We're doing content subscriptions. I want people to do that. The five dollar tier will be a 15 percent off of the shop. The ten dollar tier will be 20 percent off of the shop. And um, yeah, exciting things coming soon. I'll see you guys next week. Episode 50. Sheesh. We'll see you guys then.